up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. I know with this whole coronavirus shit, it completely threw everybody off their game. I've tried really hard not to stress about not having sports around. I've tried really hard not to be negative about the whole thing because it'll definitely piss me off if I keep thinking about it. So, out of the abyss, it was coming up anyway. But since there was literally nothing to fucking do, ESPN decides to drop the last dance documentary on the Chicago Bulls. It was everything that I expected it to be. I walked away from part one being so proud to be a diehard Bulls fan. Because with me... The Jordan years was the reason why I became a Bulls fan. But I couldn't just go those 90s run alone just to be a fan. Like, I had to find out the entire history. So I went back. I looked at the Bulls history from when I was a kid. From Bob Love to Jerry Sloan when he was a player, which is why he was probably so damn frustrated the Bulls beat him twice in the finals because he played for the Bulls and didn't win the championship. Reggie Theus years. George Gervin's last years, like, he was there. And I had to learn the history before Jordan came. So, when I learned about that, the rest of it was easy because I was there after Jordan left, too. But anyway, to the documentary. I'm going to start off by saying that Jerry Krause was the architect that built the Bulls team. I will give him credit for that. However, after that, I don't have respect for Krause because pretty much he killed what he created because he was a power-hungry, ego-tripping, fat son of a bitch. And the players made it obvious. They made it perfectly clear that they were never going to respect Krause the way that they did Phil because their loyalty lied with the coach first. And that's what Krause Kraus did not like. He didn't like that the, that the players had the day-to-day contact with the coach. So, why would you be mad that players would prefer, would prefer to go to the coach over you? Like, you're not there. Like, you're in management. Like, Jordan made it perfectly clear that he was not a fan of management at all. Reinsdorf and Kraus. And the fact that Scotty got paid so little in his time in Chicago is a damn travesty. Michael was getting paid $33 million, I think, for the last two seasons. But Pippen was literally getting paid peanuts, like $2 million. He was worth a hell of a lot more than that after all the years he gave Chicago. In the last year, like literally, he broke himself down trying to be a member of the Chicago Bulls. And that back injury, I see, actually seen a replay of it. And I forgotten that fall was so damn hard. Like, Michael pretty much had to shoulder the burden of carrying that team, literally, when he was 35 years old in his last full season with the Bulls. And, like, I remember the 1998 season very vividly. Like, I remember it having a ring of finality to it. Like... We know as kids, we, we all see our favorite sports heroes as superheroes. And that's what Michael Jordan was to me as an 8-year-old. So 
So knowing that he wasn't going to be around for much longer, I made sure I tuned into every Bulls game, every All-Star game. Like pretty much anything that the Bulls had to, anything had, had to do with the Bulls, I was on it. And seeing why Scotty wanted to trade, like you've given your entire life to this city and this franchise. And at one point in time when Michael left in 1994, you were pretty much the face of this franchise. And they can't repay you by giving you the, giving you what you deserve in your paycheck. Like Reinsdorf was on trash. And with him being the White Sox owner and being cheap as all hell, I don't I'm not surprised at all. But overall, I enjoyed the first part of the documentary. I already know that so many Latois fans have so much to say about this. They're going to remain bitter because they see why their fave will never. And the whole thing around Jordan and, and LeBron, I'm done with that. Absolutely done because people try to push that argument and shove that argument down our throats every single year. And we won't have it. Like, to actually watch Jordan play, we will not have it because we witnessed greatness. Literally. We witnessed that. Live. Like, if you want to talk about stress, watch the flu game live in 1997 and you tell me. Like, I was a wreck that whole game. Like, people were saying, oh, you shouldn't have been tripping about this. It was Jordan. Like, I get that it was Jordan, but it's not like Utah was, Utah was, um, laying down the whole game either. Like, they were competing. And Michael literally had to be carried off the floor, off the floor when the final buzzer sounded by Scotty. But yeah, I could go on and on and on and on for days. I may do another vi video. I may do another show about about the Bulls, but it won't be this exact topic in particular. I'll probably do like which three peat was the best because ESPN did that a few a few weeks ago. First take did. So that's what I'll probably do the next time. I'm going to wrap this show up. We're definitely going to continue watching this. And Latois fans, you can stay mad. Be dangerous out, and you guys have a good night.